Um, you're clipping a little there. You can see the peaks are going just off oh, the yeah. page. No, but that's fine. That a little, right. little amount's totally fine. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right, let's make some show now. <laughs> are we comfortable? All right, we ready? Let's do it. Three. No, let's all be funny. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one, in. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. Well, yeah, that's the bad thing in life when you're bragging about not getting an erection. Right. Like, you, you've reached it. It's nothing to celebrate. Fuck Perez. I was blessed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Please don't use that as a soundbite. And I'm your announcer, Elliot Dagan. So we know who blood worms. So we know who blood worms. So we know who blood worms. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. With the, uh, <clears throat> it's a comeback show here. So we've got, uh, I've, I've, my voice is not not right today. Buck Perez is in the house. It's good to have you back, my Todd. Man. How we doing, man? Doing good. Oh, yeah. D- back, baby. And we wouldn't be back fully if we weren't with the great Elliot, our announcer here. No. It's good to have you back, sir. I'd just like to say hello. Hello. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Well, thank you, wow. Gary Glitter. Wow. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Or uh, Noel Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to thank everybody coming back for the show. We, we, we've been off for a little bit. We have been off, but... It, I think the most appropriate way for us to express how we feel right now right. is through song. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, Buck and I have a song, and it's kind of a, it's like when you're back, because you've been gone, mm-hmm. like like Backstreet, right? Backstreet, they came back. Right. Right. I think that was their biggest hit was talking about how they had their back, right. which we, we didn't even know they were, they were there in the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole, like, their big hit was about how they had returned. But nobody really knew where they were in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Where where are you coming back from? And it's like, Backstreet's back. All right. right. (laughs) It's just like, all right. Uh, Buck is making the arms gesture (laughs) like the crow on the Fiesta insurance van. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's a real local reference right there. Yes. Part of being back is giving is giving back to the local community, but um, I think the best way. Oof, what oh, is man. that? That's a new thing I got going on here. Uh, the best way to express it is uh, not through words, no, oh. but through song. Oh, so uh, I'm gonna grab the guitar real quick, and uh, Buck, you got your you got your voice ready? As he's just, like, just lit up. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you need you need a yes. beer. You're good. Oh yes. We got it. We got through it once. All right. We got this. Yeah, a little metrodrome. We're back like Michael Vick after a prison stay. <laughs> like. Mike and Molly at hometown buffet. <laughs> like Napoleon to France after a hundred days. We're back on the podcast. Hooray! We're back like Michael Jackson at the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like Han Solo coming back from Common Freeze. Like Lindsay Lohan's venereal disease. We're back on the podcast. Hooray! We're back like McRib at the Mickey D's. Like empty 
Oz for the presidency. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator movies. We're back on the podcast. Woo-wee! All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you sounded wonderful. Oh, well, I've been... As soon as I heard you were going on vacation that you were allowing me to have some time off, I got my ass on a LL flight to uh, flight to uh, Israel. Got my ass on a kibbutz. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, you were on a kibbutz the whole did time. Some real just... work, yeah, yeah. You know, you you like to go on vacation. I don't like to rest at all. So yeah, just you know, felt but, it was time never to go sleeps. To Israel. Is, no, no, uh... no, yeah. Got my ass uh, to Israel. Yeah. yeah, just do a little work. Not you, Jewish. You, just just help it out. Did you maybe come back Jewish or? Oh, I'm a little enlightened. You know, you're an enlightened Jew, so it was yeah. like. Um, I also wanted to do the thing that uh, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston did, where they made a know, TV be, show, uh, beat each other, <laughs> <laughs> did crack. a lot of drugs, yeah, yeah. did a lot of shit. No, they, they did a lot of crack out there in the <laughs> the original uh, uh, apostles or whatever. They wanted to uh, be, you know, you get baptized just like Jesus did in the in the water, in the so, water over there. Is that what Bobby Brown did? Yeah, because they're like. Part of that twelve Israelites or something like that. Oh, the twelve tribes. Oh, the twelve tribes. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 part of that towards the the guys who stand on street corners and watts and scream at people. (laughs) And they they all look well. To be fair, that could be a lot of different people. Well, I mean, they all look. They're always dressed like with like chainmail vests, and they always look like they're dressed like the Jacksons on the Victory Tour, mixed with some kind of weird Muslim thing. What What's the takeaway from the the Buck Perez kibbutz in Israel? One thing I, I don't like the food. It's, no. it's not good. What, no. do you, what do you eat on a kibbutz, Buck? Uh, a lot of stuff that I can't even pronounce. They're like, here's some... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Klingon shit. Yeah. So Klingon you, food. Blood worms. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, did you have any Romulan ale while, while you were there? Oh, sure. Well, It was kosher. So it was. We all right. yeah. You had a lot of Manischewitz wine there on the kibbutz? I didn't ask what year, but yeah. <laughs> I, I heard... See, you tell me that you went on a kibbutz, right? That's yeah. what you tell me. Yeah. But I know really what happened. What happened? And you hear these ads on the radio all the time for having a late-in-life circumcision. And I think Buck went to Israel because there's a celebrated... Uh, I, know, I, I don't want to give away too much, but there's a very right. celebrated moil there named uh, Hoyshul um, Forskinovitz. And he's very good at the, you know, at taking it for for an older male. The man's an artist. Yeah. That 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 being said. Yeah. I did not see him, but I admire his work, and I did go visit him. I didn't go see him professionally, Elliot. Okay. okay. I've been circumcised since birth. Oh. Oh, all right, all right. Well, you could always take a little more off, I guess. <laughs> I'm getting older, right? Just uh, just a little bit off the tip. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, you know. Now that we're back, we, we have the ability to comment on the last show we did before this. Oh. And on that show, we got into the topic of um, butt wiping for quite some time. It was, yeah. it was yeah. groundbreaking. It, it, was, it was an extensive amount of butt wiping talk. It was, we got really deep... Like, and very tactile. Like, a, like the first digit deep on accident where it tears? I believe we did mention that, and I, I think that the the word remnant was used uh, cool. a few times, and I was listening back to that show, and I thought to myself, I think we need to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a moment where you're doing something creative for a long time, and you go, things took a turn for the worse. 
Wow. On the Far Out podcast. And I mean, I went to, I mean, you were off in the kibbutz. Yeah. And uh, I was off. I went to England for a while, you know, so we weren't able to do the shows, but it was like, I felt that personally I needed to have a, uh, a podcasting come to Jesus meeting. And I, and I called Buck one night uh, drunk and I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, I felt it was a low point for you. You were, you were drunk as hell calling me. I'm like, oh my God, what's the, what's the matter with this guy? Yeah. You drunk dialed about the show? Yeah. Hey, yeah. baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are we doing, baby? I know things oh. haven't been the best recently. You know, sometimes I make mistakes. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like a breakup type call, like drunk dial type call, because I've had many of those, you know? Mm hmm. Like, Most of your breakups would be just over the phone. <laughs> yeah. Back out of the world. Get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. No, no. Th- this is more how the conversation goes. Yeah, but, you know, I, I just don't feel like we're doing our best work right now. You know, that's how it is. And then Buck gets real quiet because he's high at that time. And I was like, <laughs> well, I was taking a bong load probably right then. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, you know. It, it, yeah, and, and I'm talking to the books like, yeah, man, you know, I know if you, anything you need me to do, man, just That's just do it, like. you know. That's what I sound like. <laughs> That's all I hear. That's what, yeah. That's Again, what you just sound yeah, like you're on helium all the time. I just say, when I talk to Buck, he sounds like an Oakland pimp. That's what he like. He doesn't actually sound like that in real life, right. but that's how it registers in my brain. Like I wow. project that onto Buck. Wow. But so that was, and then I was off in England, so it was just time to fucking let the show wait, rest Wait, wait, wait. Did I hear this right? Did you drunk dial Buck to take a break and then go to England yeah. to find yourself? No, Is no. Is that I what I just there. heard? No, I went, I went there for a wedding. That's why I went to England. Yeah. No, nobody really goes to England to go find themselves unless there's some kind of like... A Welsh? A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless they're Welsh. Unless they're... Yeah, maybe an Irishman. England, <laughs> the promised land. Yeah. Yeah, no one's going... It's not like Mecca. Well, it's kind of my motherland, you know, oh. for given my ethnicity. It's kind of it's kind of like... A Richard, 16th Cherokee? Yeah. It's, no, the other part of me. And it's kind of like, you know, Richard Pryor going to Africa. You know what I'm saying? It's like every oh. great comedian like an african-american comedian will go to africa to like see shit i go to england and i stand in the rain and i get like trampled by people in a tube station and i go i'm starting to find out who i really am like i'm starting to heal heed the call of albion mm-hmm. yeah you know it was, it was fun i had a good time in england but so yeah so the the whole premise of this show was was getting back and the funny thing was here's the trip hmm cat because I talk hip now because I came back from the motherland. Right. The, the, the trip is that when I said, hey, you know, we're bringing the show back and I put out some tweets and I talked to some close people that are, are, are close to me in the world of podcasting, they all got really excited. They were like, Todd, you know, Far Out is just a linchpin in the world of podcasting. Really? Uh, it's something that for the first time people turned around because they didn't have it for a minute wasn't here. Right. The shelves at your local store were, were not stocked with Far Out. Baron. It was like when Hostess. When Hostess, they went away, no Twinkies. There was a whole shelf at my 7-Eleven, bucking empty. Nothing but cobwebs, right? Somebody stuck a score bar in there or whatever. Somebody pulled it out immediately. It, it, not, there was nothing happening. Yeah, this no. show was going for thousands of dollars on eBay. Mm-hmm. People were just going nuts. And so then once we weren't around... People said, oh, we kind of missed the show. Right. You know, they're not, it's not just that, you know, that that podcast that just keeps happening all the time. Like, people were like, I, 
my far out, you know, don't take my far out. So we actually got, which is really cool, we actually got tributes from people who are big fans of the show and friends of the show. They actually sent me voice messages. Tribute, they, tributes like money? Uh, no. We got De Niro. No. Like tributes like... Uh, De Niro gave a tribute? <laughs> Whoa. I, you know, the funny thing is I thought eventually Dave Grohl was going to send a message because... Dave Grohl's whole thing is giving speeches. Like, <laughs> once they realized that Bono had to fly out to make speeches, they could just have that a local guy in Dave Grohl. There's not a moment I don't turn on my TV and Dave Grohl is honoring someone. Wow. You know? You ever notice that? No. No? Yeah. 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 I, I think it's just because Bono has glaucoma now. Is that it? <laughs> They're being glaucoma not friendly. When do you think that started? I think it started around when he wore the bug eye glasses. Is yeah. that it? Is it? Was that a rumor? Is that? Yeah, he has glaucoma. He when? <laughs> no. Yeah, he apologized when that whole uh, Apple thing went off. He's like, yeah, d- you didn't hear about that. I have glaucoma. That's why we're making you download this album. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, I'm sorry Is about that. that a side effect. Of I'm glaucoma? sorry about that whole Apple thing, and I also got glaucoma to make you kind of like, oh shit, he had glaucoma. You know, what it's, a boring thing to come out with. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I don't know. That's kind of punting. Right there. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. Well, I have post-nasal drip. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, didn't you say at South Park, it, Bono's just a big piece of crap? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he How is. How many Kuriks did he weigh? I don't know. Yeah. But so we've got, we've got tributes pouring in. So this is oh my gosh. Gina Grad from uh, the Pretty Good Podcast, uh, from the Adam Carolla Show. She's on the Adam Carolla Show sometimes as the news girl. Huh. She heard that we were back and she got really excited. So she left me a, like a voice message and, and, uh, and a message for us. On the unsolicited. Show. Unsolicited. These are unsolicited. They're coming to you with this. I, I would never solicit a tribute from someone. <laughs> right. First of all. Yeah. That's you're, not, not, you're not that kind of sure. egomaniacal. No. 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 That's not what this show's about. That's not no. how I work, guys. No. You guys, you guys should know that. How long have we been doing the show? Have I ever like just asked someone to praise me? It's just that since England, you've changed. <laughs> okay. So Here is uh, Gina Grad. Hey, this is Gina Grad from the Pretty Good Podcast and the Gina Grad Show. Saying congratulations to Todd Perry and Buck Perez, the Far Out Podcast, on the big comeback. Oh now, have you? Have you have you seen Gina? You know that Gina's a beautiful woman. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's talented and she's funny also. Right. Beautiful. She's the kind of girl you'd like. Like, okay, you know the Santita's chip bag? That yeah. yellow, those tortilla chips? Oh, okay. She looks like the girl on the Santita's chip bag. Like, right. spitting image. Like, I think they took a photo of her. Wow. And they put it on there and then they put some, like, Mexican food. Uh, and we're not talking about the Tapatio guy. No. no. Well, We're no, the about... Tapatio guy is the uncle of the Santita chip girl, I think. Ah. I think. I gotta tell you, the more I think about you guys, the harder it is to forget that night. You know the night. Mm-hmm. Just me, Todd, Buck, two clowns, three strippers, a Shetland pony, eight buckets of chicken, and the entire San Diego State marching band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a hot night. I get hot just thinking about it. You remember the Shetland pony? Do you remember how difficult it was, Buck, when we were both sitting there, we were drunk and with, with Gina, and we were having uh, a menage, you know, we were having a yeah. thing. Oh, orgy over there? Yeah, yeah we were having a oh, orgy in the corner. And I was trying to figure out how to shove the Shetland pony up my ass. Oh. And I was sitting there, and like I was trying, like, I got some of that Utter Balm, 
and I put it on its like nose, and I was trying to get the Shetland pony up my keister. You were going for it. I just kept saying, "I got to, I got to make this happen." And then right. the thing started kicking back, right? And I think it almost kicked you in the it, nuts. It almost hit me. Yeah. I mean, shit. You were, you were as ingenious as those guys down on NASA with the Apollo spinning around up there. Yeah. You were trying to get that shit in there. Yeah, I was. I was trying. Like, I think there's some kind of law of physics and thermodynamics that you they that states. That Shetland pony. You cannot stick a Shetland pony up your ass. Yeah, I heard that. And and I and I was trying to not only because you you can have sex, you can have sex with multiple people, but when you're having a type of sex that actually violates scientific laws, like the kind of sex that can get you on Cosmos, that's that 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 that's doing it. That's yeah, space you're real Stephen Hawking over there. Yeah, that's space sex. I'll be chasing that dragon for the rest of my life. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> but I digress. I hope you guys have a great show. And seriously, Buck, call us, sister. I never called. Why? I never had him back. Yeah. Were you embarrassed about maybe something? Maybe because the thing was, I had the pony, and you were... The thing was, I'm you more were of a adamant... I'm more of a warrior. But you're adamant yeah. about trying to get Gina to do the buck. Well, I mean... If you're going to do something. Exactly. I don't, want, I don't want you getting all the shitlin', you know? Yeah. You're, you're just trying to outdo me, I, I felt. This man's trying to promote his brand here. I felt. Well, I mean, here's the deal. If, if I'm in... Like, okay, if I'm in... The ring with Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali. I'm I'm, up, I'm bringing my A game, right? Right. If I'm in a position of sexual deviance with Buck Perez, and there's a woman there to be impressed or most importantly pleased, right? I'm, I'm gonna try to outdo you. You're shoving the Shetland. I'm bringing my A game to the sexual escapade, and you don't need to be insecure about that. All right. So we got another friend of the show, Patrick Stewart. Oh. Everybody knows that my good buddy Patrick yeah, Stewart. Yeah, you and Patrick Stewart, you're close. Yeah, and he's a big big fan of the show. Closer than you and Oscar. You, he's, and, he's, you and Patrick Stewart nowadays. We're very yeah. close. We're yeah. like, we kind of, we, we bond over our male pattern baldness, you know. So here, here's Pat. It's Pat again, again, Pat was really excited to have the show back. He missed it. Hello, this is Patrick Stewart, star of Star Trek, The Next Generation, X-Men, and David Lynch's intergalactic abomination, Dune. I'd like to congratulate my friend and bald brother, Todd Perry, and his sidekick, Buck Perez, the stoned Puerto Rican, on bringing back the Far Out podcast. Keeping a show going for years is hard, and who knows that more than I. I wasted most of the late 80s and early 90s on the bridge of the Dam Enterprise, watching Michael Dawn sweat like a pig in that wolf costume. If I described the smell to you, you'd vomit your liver. I also had to endure the disturbing sounds of a young Will Wheaton rubbing one out in the cast bathroom every day at 11.30 a.m. Little Willie said he had a bad stomach, but we all know he was beating his bishop. So Buck, Todd, and whatever red shirt podcaster you have sitting in on the show this week, congratulations! And remember, Todd Perry, you're not going bald. You're only getting more head. <laughs> uh, thank, thanks to Patrick. I mean, we got we got what's, another reason why people love this show: star power. That's love. Yeah. You, you know, there's lots of shows that, that that you know they have the the big big name interviews. Like Mark Maron's always got some guy from the Ding How back in the '80s, right? We got Patrick Stewart on this show, and that's another reason why you know, top of the iTunes charts, ladies and gentlemen. But the, the, but the tributes keep rolling in. Wow, I'm there's not, more. No, there's more. Uh, no, uh, no, completely. Again, we're good. 
Yeah. So Disc- we got disclaimer. To, a guy who's been on the show uh, from Dune Reads Goosebumps. Uh, Dune. Dune was. Dune kept bugging me while we weren't putting shows out. He would text me daily. He said, Todd, please, you got to bring the show back. Wow. The show far out needs to happen. And I was just like, you know, you know me. I'm modest. I was like, ah, you know, whatever. People won't miss us, whatever. But he really missed us. So he was so excited when her were back. He uh, sent, a, sent a tribute. Heyo, this is Dune from Dune Reads Goosebumps, congratulating Buck on his most triumphant return to podcasting. Thank you, sir. I hope it goes great with his new co-host, Mike Chaffee. Is oh, f- it's still Todd. Why? Isn't the formula mm. you get Todd until you get some sort of listener base, and then kick him out and make the show good, right? I don't like that. I, I, he's going places. This guy's got ideas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, I can, yeah, I can just walk out right now. We can, we can have the Buck Perez show. You'd walk out. I, of, I believe of the show is called uh, the Buck Stops now. Oh, the Buck Stops here. Uh, it was it's that or Buck that noise? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm with it. I've been thinking about this. Well, let's just keep going. How we're going? Right. And now you guys just came back with Todd. <laughs> what were you thinking? Uh, All right. So welcome back, Far Out Podcast, the internet's finest source for grown men in their late late thirties discussing wiping their asses. Nice. I don't, I don't think you know. Dune was kind of a candidate for regular, like rotating gang of cigar store Indians. Uh, right. I don't know. Oh. I, I, you know, were Take you that home. impressed when Dune was in here doing the show? Yeah, he brought me uh, hot sauce made of weed. I remember that. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good shit. What a cheap move! Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's such an easy way to get into your heart, Buck. Well, like, what do you want? I'm a simple man. But yeah, um, excellent co-host, one of the best, class act. That's all I gotta say about Dune. All right, we got we got a final one, and it's a Giovanni. From uh, the podcast, from Geo Get It On, from the Loveline archives oh. on a pod, uh, one of those podcast networks. Pod, net, I'm sorry, Geo, I'm fucking it up. But uh, and uh, he does uh, MacGyvercast, and I don't know. So Geo's always been a big, a, a guy who has really trumpeted uh, my podcasting career. He's always kind of been behind me since day one. You know, I didn't know him until I did podcasting, and he he showed up and liked the uh, low budgets show. And uh, the Whitman show and this show, so uh, I don't know. So he wanted to send his tributes. I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad that, uh, that that he's happy. So we'll we'll, we'll hear it from him. Oh. Hey everybody, it's Superfan Giovanni. I just want to take a moment to congratulate the Far Out Podcast on returning for a new season. Mm. Todd Perry, nice. Buck Perez, and some other guy who nobody likes. I can't wait to hear the next two, three, maybe four or five episodes you do before you quit again. I'm here today on the Far Out Podcast for what was supposed to be a congratulatory message per request of Todd Perry. However, I have some somber news. Sarah Bachumke of Tulsa, Oklahoma has passed away. She was one of the unfortunate attendees of last year's Podcello Festival, masterminded by Todd Perry. I tried to talk him out of it. He just wouldn't hear it. I was only mildly involved in Podcella and all the shit that went down in Podcella. I was just all I did was perform at Podcella. Right. Like all the, the the tragedy of Podcella that was they said the worst tragedy at a major event since Woodstock 94 mm. uh 99 oh. with the fires and the, you know I I I was contractually not really involved in that. So I mean Geo can throw out whatever he wants about that. Um, you know, we'll play the rest of his tribute, but I, I again, nothing to do with it. Well, I'd like to say I wouldn't know. I wasn't invited, Todd. Next out. You didn't need to see that. 
Unfortunately, at the festival, she seemed to develop a really rare case of pussy planter's warts. Doctors are mystified about how it might have happened. There are a wide range of theories, including the possibility someone with a severe wart on their foot stood on a toilet seat. Now, I... My planter's wart was cured by then, even though it's viral and you have it forever. Uh, my, mine was not active. I was not... I you were took, in remission. I Yes, I took my... Uh, yeah, my, my Valtrex that I normally rub on my foot, and that that held it away. So any any of this stuff happening was some other sick, dirty motherfucker doing weird things in the bathroom. I just want to be clear about that. Mm-hmm. That she was possibly passed out, and someone put their foot inside of her vagina? Oh, God. There are no suspects as of yet. If you have any information on anyone you know that has a horrific planter's ward on their foot, please get a hold of the local authorities in Los Angeles and do the right thing. Now, my planner's wart was on my heel, mm-hmm. right? So there's no mm-hmm. way. I mean, just look, look, do the math on the average size. And she, she had a Polish last name. The average size of a Polish woman's vagina. Got it. And my, um, and my foot. And, you know, mm. I, I stand... I stand exonerated for any. Are charges. you standing on her vagina? I don't know. This if the foot don't fit, <laughs> if the foot don't fit, you must have quit. That's right. Is that what you're you. saying? Thank Damn. You. This year's Oktoberfest is boldly going where it's never gone before. It's Spocktoberfest! Beam up your family and friends for an evening of good times with an Oompa band straight out of the neutral zone. Enjoy Green Girls and Lederhosen, and Steins full of Romulan Ale. You'll drink till you lose your Vulcan mind. Don't miss out, you'll grok Spocktoberfest! Spocktoberfest runs, stardate, October 27th to the 31st at the scenic Snug Harbor in beautiful downtown Lakewood. Reserve your VIP tickets for a special meet-and-greet with guest Will Wheaton. Live long and prosper. So I was gone in England for a minute. I was in... uh, I went out there for a wedding. I flew out to uh, London, England, and I was there for about a week. And the, the great thing was I flew out there for a wedding. Right. A good friend of ours, uh, my wife and I got married. and But the problem was that when we got there, they canceled the wedding the day before oh. because the bride was sick. Are you serious? You told me there was a chance of that happening. Yeah, and no, I, I flew all the way out. And talk, yeah. talk about an awkward conversation when you spent you wow. know $3,000 on plane flights and hotels and the whole bit. And we got there and it was like, so there's no wedding. You know, but she, you know, she was a good friend, so it's like she was sick. She had like pneumonia, so uh, I guess that's a good enough excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good enough reason, but there's still that moment you're like, okay, great, fine, and you're like, mm-hmm. it is only a couple hours. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you but, can scale it back. You know, just do the ceremony, get in, get out. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and 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 at least it was like, well, can you know, at least just have like an open bar night where you know <laughs> it's already paid. It's already paid for, right? Somebody got to drink this, right? So I, you know, I was out there, um, and then the bad thing was that while I was there, see, I had hurt my back in uh, L.A. a couple of days before that hopping offense. 
Oh, that sounds interesting enough. (laughs) Presumably, I was drinking. You're getting old, dude. And I hopped a fence for some reason, and I kind of threw my back out. And then the the plane (laughs) flight to England, like, you're sitting for 10 hours. What, what, uh, What service did you fly? Uh, plane? Yeah, with uh, what company? Oh, Virgin. Oh, really? And that's still uh, yeah. Uh, and so when I got to England, like my back was trashed. So uh, one morning I wake up and I'm like, I can't fucking walk hardly. Like I was like I was I was walking like the elephant man. Huh. I was like, <laughs> can't. But you uh, actually, Todd liked that, and actually probably did that impression <laughs> for his wife, like oh, for yeah. days, for just days. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm not underwear. Exactly. Yeah, he had all was, the lines down. And you're in the uh, country. Oh, yeah. I'm in John Merrick's hometown. He's like, honey, let's have sex. I'll put that mask on. I'll put the hood over my head. I'll put the muslin cloth over with the one eye hole. You have to put the pillows behind my head. <laughs> I want to sleep like normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be cured? <laughs> so I, uh, I found there was like this, uh, this uh, massage therapist in Earl's Court in London. So my wife's like, "You need to go get a massage." And I'm like, "Oh well, you know, you ain't got to force my ass, you know." But you're you're paying like the, the inflated amount of money because it's pounds. So you're like, "Fuck, it's gonna cost me a hundred bucks." Yeah. yeah. So. I go over to I, I I take I take the tube the the subway over to Earl's Court by myself and I hardly slept that night because of jet lag and I'm like gimping and I'm trying to get to Earl's Court have a meeting and so finally I make it to this masseuse and it's this like French Canadian woman in there uh, and I I I go to get ready and she's like okay take off your I can't even do a Canadian accent. She's like, <laughs> Okay, take off your shirt and uh, and your pants. And I was like, uh-oh. So I was just in my underwear. And I had forgot going over there to wear, like, suitable underwear. So I was wearing my A Christmas Story underwear, like, from the movie. Oh. Like, Ralphie. Like, you'll shoot your eye out. And it's got, like, Ralphie on there. And you have it's, underwear of that? Yes. Yeah, someone gave it to me once <laughs> as a gift. So I just wear it. It's like, <laughs> it's like these red boxer shorts. And yeah. it says, you'll shoot your eye out. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I go, I take off my clothes. And Wait, just, is Ralphie's face on there? Yes. Oh, oh no. I should put a, I'll put a picture That's up. That's wrong. Uh, did she understand the cultural reference at all? Well, yeah, well, so I took it off and I was like, oh, fuck. I, I thought I had, like, my Argyle chonies on. Oh, she'd really respect that. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> but no, I had these, like, and they don't even, like, fit that well. They kind of <laughs> sag off the ass and... So, like, I go and I, I lay down, I, I, I kind of, you know, I lay down on the table and she comes in, so you just see, like, my butt cheeks and Ralphie on there. And I'm like, so, so and, you know, I, 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 you know, with me, it's become so sad. I'm just, like, doing bits all the time. Like, I'm just so annoying. And I'm sitting there, I was like, uh, you know, you know, Christmas stories. Like, I'm not familiar. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's an American thing, and it's even yeah. waning over here. You yeah, should, they don't. Yeah, fragile. <laughs> no, fragile. Yeah. No, no reference. It was like glowing sex. So I was just in there, I was like, I, my underwear is an American cultural film. And I sat there, and then she like she didn't even get it. So I was just sitting there, like, oh, all right. So we go to do the massage, and she's got like the the relaxing music going on, and she's like rubbing me down, and I'm like, all right, cool. And like she was like semi attractive or whatever, but eventually, she has me flip over, mm-hmm. and so I'm on my back, 
And so it's just yep. me and my underwear. And then what happens when you get the massage, they they put a liberal amount of lotion. Lube. Of, of lotion. Yeah, like yeah. lube. Like, lube. Like, you know, it's like... It's like the woman went went through about like sixteen ounces of Jergens, oh, you know. Man. And I'm I'm laying down, and then she she takes the, her lubed up hands and starts massaging my thighs. Oh, right. Nice. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh shit! Like it doesn't matter. Like this girl was, you know, she was a six, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nice body, but it doesn't matter when doesn't someone matter. is rubbing yeah. the warm lotion on you, like right by your wiener. And I'm just like, you got to think of cricket, man. Think of cricket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was it uh, home, home? Something centuries is what they hit. Like round trip centuries are like their home runs. Or whatever. I don't know. I was just sitting there. I was just like, please don't get wood. Don't get wood. And then you're you're trying. You're like Roseanne Barr naked. Roseanne Barr. They're like, well, Roseanne Barr's kind of lost weight recently. Like, I, oh, no, I mean, no, still no. Yeah, going, <laughs> going there. And I even I had to t- I had to tell my wife later. I was like, you know, I was in my Ralphie underwear. And this woman was like lubing me up, and I was like, I was like, please just don't get a boat. And I. I had mine over wood. I oh. I I mentally like like a fucking mm. like a like a practitioner of like Good Maharishi's you, meditation techniques. I was like, <laughs> stay down. Now maybe if I was a nineteen year old that you know popped wood when he saw an ice cream truck, yeah. right? Like it yeah. would have been more difficult. Again, I think you're getting old. For one, you hop a fence, you break your back, and then you don't get wood. Yeah, you could probably could have gotten a happy ending, or as they say in England, a pleasant ending. And you're happy, <laughs> and you're happy about this. You know, this is, this is like a good thing to you. Well, yeah, that's the bad thing in life when you're bragging about not getting an erection. Right, like you, you've reached a different. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's nothing to celebrate. I yeah. Could not get an erection. Right, nothing better has happened to me. I, like I was flaccid. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Please don't use that as a soundbite. There's nothing good that can come of me having an erection at this point <laughs> in my life. There's no win, you know. Yeah. It's just, it just, it just means I gotta lay in bed like ten extra minutes if somebody's staying the night. Mm-hmm. You know, like Oscar stayed the night last night. Was in the other room. I was like, I can't get out of bed. You know, I don't want to walk around with a, with a boner. Like I, you know, the worst thing was one time a buddy of mine started dating this girl and he wanted to bring her by my apartment to say hi. Yeah. And like eight thirty in the morning. And I had these military shorts on, like those gray military shorts, like a buddy gave them to me, right? Like PT, you know, because I, I, you know, I always, you know, fucking sleep like GI Joe and shit. And so he brought her over, and I was so sleepy when I woke up that I had full on hundred percent chub, like not, I wasn't leathery. Yeah, I was just full on baby's arm and opened the door. And I was like, "Hey, how's it going, my man? Oh, you guys." And then I was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm like hammer in the, uh, in the oh. pumps in a bump video." But, Damn, that's packing. Yeah. yeah. So after after I had my massage, right, I'm sitting there and I'm talking. I'm gabbing. I'm gabbing with the ladies in there. You know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. My whole body is covered in lotion. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm a you know, fifty pounds lighter monetarily and so i was like hey um what are you guys thinking about food in this neighborhood like where do i go so and then she and the the i was like what about this burrito joint across the street and it was called the burrito cafe okay in england and this is yeah not ensenada this is england can i can i make one saying uh on the starline uh hop on hop off tour uh they Back when I was 12 and went there, they made one comment about the one Mexican place, and they said, amazing margaritas, don't eat the food. 
<laughs> right, right. So I, 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 I said to the, the massage therapist woman, who is pro- you know probably pretty health conscious kind of guy, I was like, so uh, what's going on here? What, what, what are our thoughts about the burrito joint across the street? And she just looked down and goes, no. Like, don't do no. it. Yeah. And so... No, young sir. S- some people... Some people... When they go to other countries, like, their whole bit is they want to experience... Local. Other cultures. Yeah, local flavor. The things they do well. You know, you go to England, you have the fish and chips. Right. You have spotted dick. You have spotted dick. Well, mm. only if you meet, like, the wrong girl. Yeah. 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 Well. You, you have bangers and mash. Right. Yeah, yeah, only if you meet the wrong girl. And then you have, uh, you know, uh, something with mayonnaise on it. Yeah, only if you meet the wrong girl. Yeah. Again. And then, and then three different portions of your food with mayonnaise on it. But I was like, you know what? I want to see. I'm more curious not at what they do well, but I want to see how they fuck up Mexican food in this country. Nice. So I walked in and it was like a, a low-end Chipotle where like they uh, got tacos. So they had this woman... Hello, what would you like on your taco? Oh, that's uh, a bad sign right yeah. there. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> Hola, what would you like on your taco? And I was like, what? Gracias, amigo. <laughs> Did you say taco? <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there and, you know, some woman that sounds like Dame Edna or whatever is sitting there and then they had the, the meats. She's like, would you like the chicken or the pork or the beef? And I was like, I'll take the beef. And I was like, shredded beef. Now, she takes out like an Ortega like shell, like those like... What, like like white mothers make tacos with? Oh yeah, those shells. The freezer pack, yeah. Yeah, and the freezer pack, and then she takes out this 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 meat that's been stewing in like the water with like the oil in it. Right. And then instead of like shaking the meat off and shaking the moisture off, she just all of it, oh, just all that. Well, it's greasy not, it, water. It, it absorbs the grease in the taco, the hard taco shell. That th- the English That's... hard taco shell couldn't <laughs> couldn't stop a, a a dropper of clear ice from being dropped into it. Wow. And and so then I'm like, okay, strike one. And then she she asked me if I wanted a, a red bell pepper on it, and it was like a big slice, like a like a, the size of a tomato slice of wow. a red bell pepper. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is almost like super size me or whatever. It's like, I have to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And then the cheese, which was mozzarella cheese. Well, I mean, let's be honest. What? Are they going to get some cojeta over there or something like that? Right. So then I got three tacos. And then they sat in the bottom of this, like, kind of like a little tub. This, like, cardboard tub. And with all this inch, like, thick of like grease in the bottom so if you were to pick them up they were just architecturally so weak that they would just come apart and i i ate three of them oh and it it had the salsa was kind of spicy but it was one of the most disturbing things and there was just this italian man yelling at everyone that worked there like what are you doing what he was just like gesturing wildly and you know and so i sat there and i ate it and, and i come back to my wife and i was like hey i'm not the elephant man anymore and she's like, oh, okay, good. Did you eat anything around there? What did you pick up? I went to Burrito Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I would say this. If you go to England, definitely eat the tacos. Really? Yes. Experience the taco just because there's an art to fucking up something so completely. <laughs> so, Buck. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Ah, well, Buck. So, while I was gone, now we're at the point where my life has gotten so elaborate right. that if I leave my house for an extended period of time, right. I, I can't... I got to have somebody come and live at my house. Right. Because I have two tortoises. I got another baby tortoise. I got my two dogs. <laughs> to get, like, 
the dog's house that would cost me like $80 a day to have you know, someone watch the dogs right. and all this stuff. So, and there's just a, there's so a lot. who steps in? Who stepped in? Uncle who Buck. Dad. Bucks yeah. up. Uh, exactly. And, and uh, you know, who doesn't get paid? This guy right here. Buck. Yeah, exactly. Nobody the buck stops here. That, that's, what, that's what you get. Yes. To, to be fair, uh, I said, Buck, would you like to possibly house it for me? I said, yeah. one of our friends might want to do it. You know, just, just, just taking your temperature on it. And you said, you told me this. You said, I want this to be like The Bachelor. I want you to give me the rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheers. That's the best no, response I've heard. No matter what your decision is, I want it, you know, I want it in a room with the other person and a rose ceremony like taking place. So yeah. we, we gave you the rose ceremony, so you were you were here like four days, right? Yeah, I think four or five four. days, and you were taking care of the Perry residents right. and the crazy dogs. And you basically you got to be me for four days. Yes? Uh, Good or bad, you know. I don't. I don't. I didn't go to the cush job with my. Uh, you didn't have dog, wine on Friday. With my dog in hand, <laughs> uh, doing dip with my employees. So I uh, did not well, okay. have that lifestyle. Hey, but I came back and I had, worked hard for that. Buck. And had the home lifestyle, which I don't. I have a very small apartment. This is a big, you know, house. It's a big thing. So you had a staycation. I, yeah, I, you than, had a Lakewood vacation. Can you I, were at the Lakewood timeshare. It was yeah, it was like a suburban vacation. Yeah, because I I was walking dogs at like you know eleven o'clock at night, disturbing neighbors, doing yeah. shit like that. You know, but out of all, uh, you know, five stars being the best. This is star search terms. Five so stars if you were to Yelp this residence like it was an Airbnb yeah, kind yeah, of place, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, well, with the breakdown. I would say three and a half. Three and a half. That's, that's pretty good. good. That's, okay. Good. that's, that's good. good. Okay. Yeah. Now, what but, was the take? Uh, what was what was my what was my review? Pros and cons. Pros just, and cons. I just want to know mine though. Was oh, it, uh, oh oh oh! How was he the did. house in working order? Was it? No, I actually I came back and I thought Buck wasn't here because yeah. it was like nothing happened. It was yeah. there was a, like the the weird thing was that Buck didn't find our trash bags. We, we ran out of trash bags, so yeah. Buck found some like sixty I gallon found the huge ones yeah. bag <laughs> that he put into like a. a a <laughs> ten gallon thing, so it was like this black bag that was like just pouring Obvious, over yeah. the sides. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was planning on a big night, that night <laughs> you know, but I didn't, I didn't fill it up. It, it was like you know the mm. grounds crew at Podcella mm. would have used that to clean up all of the you know <laughs> mescaline pills left over or something. But like, what's my, my question is, um, flip it. You're the Airbnb owner. What do you rate? Uh, the guest. Well, I'm saying I'm saying this, and everything was completely clean in the house. And here was the win, because I get very nervous because I have my two dogs, but they're runners. They're very active dogs, and yeah, there's a big yeah, chance of them escaping or whatever. Right. So we we have this is horrible. <laughs> my wife and I, you know that annoying couple in um, what's that movie? Uh, yeah. Into thinking this, some countries these dogs are eaten. Uh, what is it? Uh, the, the, uh, the best in show. Best in show. They, they have that annoying yuppie couple with the Weimar on her that's like, he that's, needs his busy bee. Yeah, that's yeah. you guys. That's yeah. me and my wife, that honestly. We <laughs> are fucking embarrassed. And I have a GPS tracker for one of my dogs. Right. Just one. The one you love. <laughs> Your favorite. For Murray. Face and Murray's, Murray's the Murray. best. Scout, you know, Scout can go and walk about if he comes back. You know, we love him. <laughs> so, the I, I have the tracker on. So, what happens is I can track... Whenever from England on my cell phone, where the dog is, what's happening, his activity, when the tracker was put on, the whole bit, and I would get I would get updates. 
that yeah. Buck was uh, taking good care of the dog and doing all the tracker stuff. And uh, right. yeah, but you Buck's looking it. at me like no, uh, he's no. going to get caught. Okay, so <laughs> that was then you were saying the bad parts of you know doing the whole right, thing. Right, right. So I was disciplined the dogs. We had a good relationship. Right. right. I, they. I was the the hard uncle that they don't have. Right. Because because like you said, Busy Bee, they just walk. Where's the dog? You know they. Ca- that you guys cater to the dog. We, I make the dog. I, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a very dis, good disciplinarian of my animals. <laughs> they're millennium parents, is what you're saying. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, you're so special! Yeah, like you're gonna be. My so dogs are amazing. special. Right, my dogs exactly. are unique I'm, I'm, snowflakes. I'm, hey, hey! Snap my fingers, making them listen to me. I'm, I'm disciplining them. Right, you're on mm. top of them. Murray, like scout. You know, I'm paying Murray attention, not paying attention to scout. He's going. You see them relying yet? Exactly. I was doing the season Milan. So anyway. They are under my complete control. We're all good. I'm loading stuff into my car. This is what I'm about to leave. Yeah. This is what, Monday? Yeah. Monday. I'm closing the door. I realize, I, I look in the mailbox. I'm like, oh, shit. Where? I know I put the keys in there. I go out to my car. I'm thinking maybe I left them in there. I'm out in the car. I look behind me. The door is this much open. Uh-oh. Murray is out. Now you're giving me a heart attack. No, no. You got to hear this. Because I, I wanted to do this on this. Because Murray is known to run. Because I, I wanted to do He's this. He's a fucking sprinter. I wanted, to do, greyhound. I wanted to do this on the show. So the door's open God, this I'm much. I'm having an anxiety attack right now. Door's open this much. The dog runs out, goes to the neighbor who's getting in his car right there. Right. Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. If you ask the dude across the street. And the, oh, Murray ran the, across the street. The younger dude across the street. He'll, he'll yeah. vouch for his story. Murray's right there. I'm like, just hold on to him. Just pick him up. We'll be okay. Just get him. As soon as okay. as soon as I walk it over, Scout fucking runs out, meets up with Murray. Boom, they're going straight oh, towards Delamo. So, so what was the, uh, I live right near a major major street. Delamo is the major six street. Lane street. Right. Yeah. Right. Murray six has lanes. ran across it before, and I had that moment. You know, like when uh, Ricky uh, dies in La Bamba, right. and Eastside Morales is like <laughs> Ricky. I had that. I'm like, and I was screaming, so, and, and cars were stopping. And they yes, nearly killed yes, my dog. Yes. I was, lo- I almost shit okay, myself. Okay, so both of them. Oh my god, I bolting, can't even hear this. Are bolting towards Delamo, and I remember what you said. Worst, one of the things you told me was, "Yeah, we have this GPS thing. Uh, worst case scenario, uh, he'll, it'll catch him when he's running down uh, Delamo Boulevard in the middle of traffic." That happened. The middle of traffic. Like they're in Are the. Are you serious? I'm not joking. They're in the middle of the traffic. I am sprinting after them, like full on sprint at this point, going towards. Oh, what's what's the main street over there? The Bellflower? Bellflower. Bellflower. They ran right down Delano They Boulevard. ran through the intersection, oh, all the way through there. So when I'm. These are greyhounds, too. I know. These are small ass dogs. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, so, <laughs> Oh, my God. So people Why all. Are you telling because I had to. Tell me this. Yes, I did. You did not. Wait, wait. The story obviously it's ends not over. well. It's they not over. Back, it's not over. So anyway, and by the way, don't tell Sarah about this. <laughs> oh <my laughs> anyway, God. so anyway, I'm chasing them through. I can't even listen back to the show now. I'm chasing them through, uh, and where's the Ralphs right there on the corner of Bellflower? Yeah, whatever? yeah, right on the corner. So at some point, I, LeBron James, this season, I cramp up. <laughs> Oh. My leg, my leg, my left leg 
fucking takes a shit and I'm getting old and I crap up and I'm like oh, oh shit and so I'm not only like trying to chase down these dogs but I'm doing it like Frankenstein like halfway you it's know? like three blocks <laughs> I was full on sprint dude I was full on sprint that's like three blocks three city blocks in Lakewood those aren't New York City blocks those are big blocks yeah. so oh anyway anyway so some cholo guy's like they're in the parking lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, thanks. Like limping across. And I'm seriously like walking. At this point, I don't give a fuck. And I'm seriously walking through traffic. Like I'm not using crosswalks or anything. I'm walking through traffic. Right. There are people looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Because they don't see the dogs. They, they, just they think me. you're just some asshole from I'm New York. I'm just some crazy fuck, <laughs> some dude. I'm some crazy fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm walking like Frankenstein too. So we corn- I corner them like kind of close to Ralph's. This one good-natured lady, she's driving her car, she pulls over, she has some kind of dog toy, and she attracts Scout to her. And I'm like, just pick him up, just pick him up, he's <laughs> real good right now, just pick him up. She picks him up, and I'm, she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, put him in the car. Can we, can we put him in your car for right now? She puts him in her car. We're trying to get Murray. Murray, at this point, oh, is fuck. not listening at all. He's no, just, no. He, he's, the farther you chase him, the further he goes. He's yeah, being, Greyhounds to do stop, that. And then he'll... Yeah. He's or, be, I, I told you. But the first thing on the shit to-do list of watching the house was, right. they will run, run out dark, of the they house. They will run out. Yeah. Do it's not, a game. Yeah. Yes, they Greyhounds, play the game. It's a game. In which they run across traffic as wow. small 17-pound dogs, wow. and they will be killed. Yeah, it was not fun. So anyway, she's trying to attract him to get him back. Oh, I can't even listen to this. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is like watching. This is like watching my wife cheating on me. Okay, she's, this is. So she's trying to attract the dog to get him, in, Murray, to get him in. Bam! He bolts off in the other direction, back towards your house, straight through the traffic again. And I'm just like, oh fuck! And, and just like just like Daniel Day Lewis. I felt like it in uh, what, Last Mohicans. I, I look back and I'm like, I will be back. <laughs> I will find you. Like that. I just, and I just took off. So I literally left a stranger, uh, do- your dog with a stranger at this point. Oh, my God. Okay, and at this Shit. point, let's recap. Oh, my God. At this point, it all started because I didn't have the keys. I did, I, so at this point, I don't know where your keys are to your house. At this point, too, <laughs> the front door, which was still ajar, is still ajar. <laughs> So that's still wide open. That's still wide open. Oh God! Okay, so that's oh, so. At, so at one point in time, both your dogs were out. One of them was roaming the streets. The other one was with a stranger. Your front door was wide open, and your keys were missing. And this is the, this is the day you were coming home. All right. So this is what oh God, I can't hear this. And you paid how much for my services? No, no uh, but, nothing. But, but okay, but okay. So I'm chasing I'm chasing Murray back down the other way, and he's literally going through the middle. Okay. So at this point, I kind of become aware that the liquid cops are in on this too. Because when, oh, when I'm over on the side street, because he's going back towards your house, it's me and some big dude, some fat guy, uh, <laughs> fat guy on a bike right now trying to corral him. And, and we're, we're chasing Holy him shit. back towards the house. And at this point, the liquid sheriffs, they keep circling <laughs> around like that. Oh, like around Because no. we're in the side street. They keep going around. And I love I'm, the fact that the liquid sheriffs have nothing, nothing to do. Nothing better to do. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing no, no, better yeah, to yeah, do. Liquid sheriffs have nothing to well, do. 
there's an insane guy in traffic <laughs> running like Frankenstein, you know, because I'm still gimping at this point. But they're not going to stop you or help you. No. And at one point I was too, I was like, hey, like I'm yelling down the street at them, dude. It, you know, because I'm gimping at this point. I need someone to help me. The one time I need the cops. So anyway, we finally corral him back towards your house. And I'm like, dude. The guy on the bike, for whatever reason, wouldn't get off the bike, but he would stay on the bike and like circle around Murray and like right. corral him. Right. And I'm like, all right, corral him towards the f- the house right there. That's his house. Oh, okay, okay. As soon as Murray gets close to the house, he starts sniffing around and he goes, boom, and goes right back into the house. So, right, he, he ran right back into the house. As soon as he did that, oh, God. I, got, I still had my keys. Your keys are still missing at this point. I grabbed my keys. I slammed the door. Get back in the car. Because I can't run at this point because I'm, I'm gimping like all hell. So Those I, are my babies. So I, I, How did you? I said, I so said, I, get look, back. I said the first yeah. thing. I said, do yeah. not oh, leave the door open. Right, right. They will be gone. These I was are great. T- I was 10 minutes dogs. out. I was 10 minutes out of leaving here and when all wow. this shit went down. So anyway, I oh, fucking fuck. get in my car and I go back towards the Ralphs. And I'm hightailing it. I'm going through. I go back to where I left the lady. I will find right. you, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I go back, and there's no one there. There's no, <laughs> there's no car. There's no one there. <laughs> they stole my dog. So yeah, at this point, I'm like, well, I got one, one of the dogs. <laughs> I got one of the dogs. Percent. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's still pretty good. No, that's, that's still enough. <laughs> that's pretty good. How would you explain this to me? Like, Again, well, some I fat would, woman at the Ralph's. Yeah, has your, has dog. your dog. Someone I don't know how's your dog. <laughs> So, but Murray's still here. That's what I would say. But Murray's here. He's the winner. He's the winner. Let's be honest. And so I, I'm just like, fuck. Oh my god! You have just given me more anxiety. I pull the car over, and I get out of the car, and I just, I think I looked up in the air and went, "What now, God? What do I do?" And at that point, I heard, "Did you find the other dog?" And it, it was the woman. She just parked in a different spot over there, but she literally gave me a heart attack. And she was this very nice woman named Ellen. She Help me out, and I, at one point when I was leaving, she's like, "Yeah, go have a beer or something." <laughs> go have a beer. I'm, like, I'm like, "All right, I will. Thank you very much. Thank you." But I'll have a bowl oh of something god. after oh that. My god, yeah, it was. Jesus it was one of the worst. It was the worst case scenario. Like I was running down the middle of the street, like I don't know, like I felt like oh I was in god. a Tarantino movie, like like running down the middle of the street with like the camera and angle going. There's on me no shit. way to catch those dogs because oh, they're gosh. like they. Murray is so fat. He's like a racing dog, pretty much. Yeah, we dealt with it one time when we thought you were here. Right. And then Murray just fucking bolted. Yeah. Murray just was like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've had times where, like, that's why I, like, I've had about three or four instances with chasing his ass around town where finally, eventually, I just, I, I, I said on the notes, I said, here's what you do. You grab a leash. And then they think they're going for a walk, and they will come back. Again, I ran out without the leash. I know. <laughs> or you rattle your keys and get in the car, and they think they're going to the dog park. Right. And that's why I remember why I put Murray, or Scout in the car in the first one. I'm like, okay, Murray, come on. You know, we're going somewhere. Because it wasn't even my car, though. I'm just like, come on, shift shit. You know, but you wouldn't listen. Oh, my God. Oh. But see how everything oh. ends up? See how it all ends up, right? Yeah, it's all it, good. it wound up fine, but now like my worst fears right. were realized. Exactly. Now, I and can't... you're still alive. Now, okay, say I go back You've to lived. England. 
You've lived. Say I go back to England for this wedding. I'm going to be completely stressed the entire time (laughs) that my dogs are fucking running down to the goddamn Lakewood Ralphs, (laughs) running across six lanes of traffic. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, please just tell me you made this story up and this isn't true. (laughs) No. Because now I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking I'm watching Buck. You know, gimpy ass buck running across the street, just yeah. cars driving over my dogs. Right. Some some woman who steals a dog and like fucking eats it or rapes it or something. Right. No, no, you're good. Same thing happened to me when I went to England. So, wait, wait, my, real, real quick, real my quick. dog ran away. Do you understand why I made these notes? And I said to you, the most important thing is, don't, don't ever leave the door open. Door open. Yeah, it it was one of the highlights on there. I think you understand it. <laughs> but uh, were they good besides that? Yeah, I'm telling you, I had them like Caesar Milan style. They were under my control until that moment, okay. and then they just fucking took over. But anyway, you get what you pay for, you know. <laughs> That's what I was I gonna was, say. I was, seriously, I haven't been paid yet, so I mean, but you know, I love them. They don't love me so much now, but I love them. I mean, for like two or three days, I was gimping on the job, and my boss was making well, I, making fun of me. I thank you for that. So I can, yeah, I'll take that out of. Well, what's the deal? Like, okay, I bought you all this food <laughs> while you were over here, and you didn't need any of it. I mean, it was cool. I came back to all this beer, but I, like, I bought you like an eighteen pack of beer, and I and I bought you like you uh, bought me an eighteen pack of MGD, which is. Uh, what what what? what uh, I, I bought. I, I was going for quantity because you're gonna be <laughs> this one. Right. and I bought you some Doritos. Where? I what? put them in the fucking cupboard. I said, eat what you like. Oh. And I got you some Wolfgang Puck pizzas. No, they were Pizza Man pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> they were the bagel bites. No, no. They, they were Wolfgang Puck pizzas, right? And then for the mornings, because I knew you'd be hungry in the morning <sighs> after chasing around my dogs. <laughs> and I got you those Jimmy... Uh, those, Jimmy Dean. I got you those Jimmy Dean sausage bites. I didn't know what was... Mine or yours? I didn't know I could I eat said, that. Shit. I said, enjoy yourself. Okay, but <laughs> enjoy I, yourself. I thank you so much for watching my house while I was gone. No, no problem. I trusted you. Yeah, you are a great, wonderful friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's all great. I told you the truth. I told you the I truth. Really I really wish <laughs> you, as a good friend, didn't tell me that story. <laughs> all, right. all right. As a podcast uh, lover and listener, yeah, that was fucking amazing. And thank I, you I, both. No, no problem. <laughs> <For your efforts. laughs> You want, those are my babies. Yeah. Those are my babies. That's like, I would rather me get hit by a car than my dog be subject to disturbing images. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just wonderful, loving animals. They're Shit. so loving and wonderful. You got to keep this from Sarah. Just don't tell oh, Sarah. Yeah, don't don't, don't ever fucking tell no. Sarah. And no. make sure anyone who listens to this podcast right. never tells Sarah. Yeah, if you're you, Sarah's sister, don't tell her. Hey, listeners, you guys are stone alliance with this shit, too. Right. right. We all just collectively don't talk about it. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro podcast. I'd like to thank the world's greatest house sitter, Buck Perez. <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank Elliot. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's good to be back. <laughs> Such was lullaby. 
ich sag gute Nacht. And I said good night. Schon leuchtet ein Stern. Mm, yes, I see the light. Die Sonne geht schlafen, der Tag ist vorbei. When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby, Baba Ich träume von dir. And I dream of you. Bleib immer mein großer Freund. Yes, I do.